0: Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim DeWire. And our chief engineer this evening, Andrew, literally was moving his ass because he was just doing the last show. He had to race down the hallway to pot us up in, in Prodby, so there might have been a moment of dead air there, but no problem, as they say. Well, it was the week of pseudo-scandals. Uh, it's kind of odd watching this circus, and it's turned into a three-ring circus, trust me. The elephants, of course, are not being fed very sufficiently, and if they're being fed, they're being fed a lot of uh, kind of bogus information. So this is a lot of headlines. A lot of misinterpretation, and I don't see what some of these scandals are even where they're going. Uh, Just to knock off one of them quickly, the AP scandal involving uh, the Justice Department, you know, searching for uh, a leaker at the AP. That's just an ongoing investigation, which we don't have much information on. Holder recused himself for some reason from this investigation. So he can't really answer questions. You can drag him before Congress and ask him a bunch of stuff, but uh, he isn't going to know too much about the AP scandal. Um, And, of course, it's been pointed out that the Obama administration has gone a little more aggressively after leakers um, than previous administrations, for better or worse. Some of the leaking is uh, probably of a trivial nature, and, of course, leaking is how the news is published effectively here in the United States of America.
1: Well, it's always been that way. It's yeah. been that way for decades, certainly.
0: And leaking is nothing new.
1: Um, well, Nixon famously uh, was, of course, had plumbers
0: to fix leaks, but selectively leaked the chosen material that yeah. he
1: wanted to be released himself. So,
0: And, in fact, we so, pointed out earlier this year, when we were reading some of the excerpts from uh, the Watergate um scandal as it was unfolding was Nixon was bragging about leaking. In fact, he even noted that he had leaked like crazy during the Alger Hiss case back in 1948 when he was on HUAC. Um, the Justice Department, of course, is a complex organization. It's got a lot of uh, divisions. And I think that one of the big problems that we're beginning to see in the presentation of the public about some of these pseudo-scandals, which is what I would call them, is people don't really understand the difference between uh, civil servants, bureaucrats, that work for the government, and political appointees. Uh, It's ironic that the uh, Republican Party at the moment is complaining about the politicization of the IRS, for instance. The IRS is just people that pass civil servants' exams to get their jobs. And there's no evidence whatsoever, for the record, that there's been any, quote, um, political bias in the approach to these so-called 501c3 uh, investigations, these 527 investigations. And there's a couple of other complicated numbers that are part of the problem. As usual, Congress is to blame for most of this because John Boehner, and we'll give him a brain damage award, he went out and said, who's going to jail? (laughs) And I said, hmm, I don't know. Who is going to jail? Probably nobody. Uh, White-collar criminals don't go to jail very often, even if they commit a crime. Uh, They usually have the wherewithal financially and perhaps in the community to raise enough money to hire a sufficient lawyer there's a plea bargain deal they plead guilty and of course corporations have been getting off scot-free uh throughout the financial scandal
1: and tax-free as well as scot-free they're
0: they're paying fines and right uh they're getting slaps on the hand and we move on if that exactly so all of this phony outrage is is remarkable boehner said that his uh his job was to quote, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, um, to make sure that we legislate and create jobs for the American people. And I thought, well, my goodness, why don't you create some jobs at the IRS division in Cincinnati? Dude, you're from Ohio. Uh, it's quite obvious they've, they're undermanned. They got uh, hundreds and hundreds of these applications from people that are obviously abusing the system. We know about all of the complex linguistics. And the problem with this IRS scandal is, of course, the IRS is sort of like defending Dracula or something. Uh, It's difficult to do. They're bloodsuckers, right? And maybe they're sexually perverse. We don't know.
1: Well, there's a But what we do know is yeah.
0: the IRS is basically filled with people that really have their jobs not because of politics but because they're they're no different civil than
1: servants. postal
0: clerks yeah. in a
1: way. They process material that comes across the desk. You're looking at so many numbers, you're probably not even looking at the names. Now, of course, uh one of the claims that's been made here or admissions, and I still find the whole apology aspect of this story Uh, extremely bizarre. Yeah. Since uh, it seems to me that they're doing their job by looking closely at applications that request tax-exempt status. Um, Having known a guy who used to live here in town who ran a tax-exempt organization, it was something that legitimately provided a public service to the community. Uh, Even he had to renew these applications and go through the process, and it was tiresome and inconvenient for him, but it was Just one of the, you know, costs personally of uh, performing this community service. It was an independent uh, film club uh, and our film society, uh, silent film uh, society. And um, so why should these uh, very politically oriented groups who have a very clear political agenda uh, not have their applications scrutinized just like everybody else who applies? Yeah, and that's, that's all these are is applications, applications not actual tax returns yeah. or
0: audits. And the number of uh, denials, uh, from what I uh, read, uh, is zero. <laughs> what there is here is bureaucratic delay. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, this organization in Cincinnati, this, this division of the IRS which is assigned the responsibility of analyzing this information and requesting more information from people who are obviously gaming the system. Uh, Of course, uh, there wouldn't have been a problem with any of this if uh, the Supreme Court hadn't ruled the way they did in Citizens United. Uh, Where's Congress overturning that ruling? Uh, They have the power to do that. It's in Article 1 of the U.S. Constitution that the Tea Party and the tea baggers and the hosebaggers that are part of the Tea Party who are trying to hijack their version of patriotism by misinterpreting what the intent of the Founding Fathers really were all about, um, to claim that they're not engaged in political activity and that they are, quote-unquote, social welfare organizations, is absurd on the face of it. And I have, as, as much as uh, anybody uh, in defending the bureaucrats work at the IRS, that's what their job is. So, once again, it's Congress that's not doing their job. It's good to know, by the way, that John Boehner organized a a 37th vote on repealing Obamacare, quote-unquote, knowing full well that it had been upheld by the uh, Supreme Court, for the most part, and that the Senate would not be acting on such a question. Meanwhile, of course, the real scandals that are going on in Washington— Are you know, the sexual uh, shenanigans going on in the U.S. military, Uh, thousands of those happening every year, Uh, lobbying going on, you know, fouling up the uh, Dodd-Frank bill, a very good article in uh, the most recent Nation magazine that I've misplaced temporarily about that, Um, delays in uh, actually getting cabinet officials through Congress who are political appointees, by the way, but the Republicans aren't playing politics. Hmm. Yeah, dream on. Uh, By the way, probably the most illuminating article about this the complexities of this whole IRS uh, scandal, and I don't see any evidence that there's any scandal yet, Uh, this Inspector General's report, for the record, was a random analysis of some of the applications. Didn't analyze all of them. It took a quote-unquote scientific sample. Uh, At least they claim they did. And the best uh, single article about the complexities of it is, uh, as usual, Floyd Norris, I think in uh, Friday's uh, New York Times, I think he's one of the best uh, economic uh, columnists going I would throw in uh, Bethany McLean and uh, Gretchen Morganson and uh, David Wessel of the Wall Street Journal. Morganson works for the New York Times, and Bethany McLean has done some interesting stuff on PBS and written some books. And I think at the moment is sort of a freelance journalist, but she's the uh, one that broke the story about the uh, impending... Um, financial disaster looming looming in the United States uh, back in 2006-2007 when she was working at McLean's. But uh, this Floyd Norris article talks about the complexities and the uh, vague interpretation of what a social welfare organization is and explaining that this uh, IRS thing uh, has been complicated by a uh, sort of bureaucratic ruling that was made back when Lyndon Johnson was president and the Citizens United case. And we know, and and of course, there are all sorts of other vague aspects of uh, the IRS and the tax-exempt status and taxes in general. Recall that Mitt Romney uh, wouldn't actually reveal all of his tax returns. He selectively gave the public some tax returns. And we know that he's parked uh, millions of dollars offshore in the Cayman Islands, Bermuda.
1: Oh, perfectly legal, of course.
0: And I believe the Isle of Guernsey. Uh, it's they don't have any cows there. Uh, I don't think.
1: <laughs> they might.
0: Just a cash refuge, sort of, you know, up in the Atlantic Ocean, kind of in a vague location, somewhere between Britain and France. There's a big leprechaun there who (laughs) dances on the secret pile of cash. Yeah, he does. (laughs) I guess if you go to the end of the rainbow, that's where you end up. It's in Guernsey, don't you know? Guernsey, and yeah. You can probably find a few shillings and a few Um, So it's it's worth quoting a couple of points uh, that Floyd Norris makes in this article, because I think they're superb. He asks, it is worth asking... How we got to the point that the IRS is supposed to investigate political activities. It's also worth asking whether the tax law is being widely flouted by political groups determined to avoid disclosure of their donors. And whether uh, successive administrations have failed to enforce the law. As to how do we got to this point, the answer involves disparate elements like the provision of a tax law adopted a century ago, a provision that had nothing to do with political campaigns, and a change in the tax law adopted in 1954 at the behest of Lyndon B. Johnson, then Senate Democratic leader, who was angry that some ministers in Texas were opposing his reelection. That's the vague history. And the point is, is that 501, and let me get this straight here, 501c3, tax-exempt organizations, quote-unquote, are allowed to shield the identity of their donors. Why? And why do we have this vague terminology in an administrative ruling from the IRS regarding the issue of political activity? Primary politi- primarily a p- political activity versus primarily a social welfare organization. Um, these are the real questions, and Congress isn't asking them. They're trying to generate headlines.
1: Yeah, uh, confusing smokescreen-like uh, headlines. And it's funny to you know think about this aspect of law and order. The Republicans used to pride themselves on being the law and order party, openly mocking uh, Democrats at every possible opportunity as being soft on crime or soft on terror or soft on whatever they want to be hard against. Um, And yet, when it comes to guns and corporations, uh, why Congress has given industries the shield from a simple statement and disclosure of facts uh, it's impossible to have any it was just an interesting thing on uh, NPR this afternoon about how difficult it is for the uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms to process paper uh, gun sales reports. There, there is no national gun record. Uh, this would help police officers and law enforcement incredibly to be able to have a, you know, a computer database. Of uh, who bought guns, what guns, what serial numbers were bought where. But this has to all be done by hand because that industry has been protected by legislation essentially handwritten by the NRA. And so. A tax exempt organization. Tax exempt organization. And now we have this new, uh, you know, corporate takeover of the electoral system. And, well, we're going to write it in so that. Uh, you don't have to disclose who contributes money to these political organizations. Uh, how is this good for a democracy
0: or law and order or anything, really? Uh, it's just a naked giveaway. And how are they social welfare organizations uh, is my big question. Uh, by the way, an update on guns. Uh, I don't, unfortunately, I cannot locate the source of this, but I did read this past week that the Centers for Disease Control have de- determined that between 2004 and 2010, there were 82,000 deaths in America from gun violence and 350,000 injuries. That sounds like some business that Congress might want to do some legislating on. Write your congressman, uh, or John well, Boehner. He's yeah, a,
1: it's it's. Unfortunately, it's going to take uh, gun victims starting their own lobby. And that, in fact, has already begun as the parents of the children uh, slain by perfectly legally acquired guns in Newton, Connecticut, are essentially already beginning to do. Um,
0: now, of course, the number one social welfare uh, political organization, the social welfare charity of the past election cycle, Turned out to be Crossroads GPS, Karl Rove's network of corporate and right-wing gift donors. Because he gives so much back to the community. $71 million into the uh, election cycle, uh, the social welfare organization, and I'm quoting here from Norris, founded by Karl Rove, the former aide to George W. Bush, the ad, which was shown in swing states last year, consisted of headlines plucked from publications painting President Obama's economic policies as failures. It ended with the exhortation, quote, tell President Obama, for real job growth, cut the debt. Oh, well, we just had a report on the debt being cut quite a bit. It's way down this year. Um, As for whether Obama's economic policies are failures, we don't know. Uh, But, of course, uh, why would Karl Rove want to disclose his donors? He's a social welfare charity. Yeah, right. (laughs) Give me a break. He's buying television ads. And he, of course, really uh, swung the 2010 election to the uh, Republicans. Uh, The number on this Karl Rove uh, social welfare charity, by the way, comes conveniently from Jim Hightower's most recent newsletter, the Hightower Lowdown, and, of course, other uh, notable uh, social welfare welfare charities include the Koch Brothers, who, uh, wonderful front-page story uh, in the Saturday New York Times about the pet coke pile that's beginning to engulf the entire city of Detroit. There is a massive dump, Open Pet Coke, which is a byproduct of the Alberta tar sands Mm -hmm. that's piling up in downtown Detroit on the river. Uh, Windsor has a wonderful view of this dump. Apparently, you can export this material, and China buys this uh, byproduct of the Alberta tar sands. But it seems that one of the Coke brothers owns a company that must be a social welfare charity, <laughs> that's decided that his donation to the city of Detroit will be a massive pile of pet coke. And to get an idea of how big this pile is, the photograph in, in Saturday's New York Times, I don't know if it's been uh, covered as much locally as it should be, shows a number of train boxcars, so you can get an idea of how big this thing is. And it is growing. This thing started. I mean, this could almost be a sci-fi movie. <laughs> Where is the Pet Coke going, and why is it piling up in the city of Detroit? Well, the Koch brothers turn out to be a social welfare charity. Yeah. Um, as for the complicated numbers involving this uh, other, these other... Uh, shall we say, linguistic gymnastics that uh, social welfare uh, welfare charities are employing. Um, Professor Tobin, who uh, teaches at Ohio State, has been interviewed a little bit uh, this past week on these questions, and by the way, finds no political bias in these IRS investigations. His position is they're just interpreting vague and confusing laws that are obviously being flouted, Uh, notes that while the tax law exempts Section 501c3 charities and Section 521 political uh, committees from gift tax rules, it offers no such exemption to Section 501c4 social welfare organizations. If the IRS took a position that the uh, gift tax was owed Uh, That would mean that every contributor who gave more than $13,000 to such an organization would owe additional taxes and that the days of social welfare organizations as political organizations would come to an end. So perhaps what we need here is not a congressional investigation in which um, I suspect very few of these congressmen could pass any of these civil servant uh exams that the government has to work for the government for instance if you want to work at the state department you have to know geography <laughs> well that might be kind of difficult for for many of the legislators yeah uh i wonder if any of them know where diego garcia is for instance huh. uh this of course isn't island in the middle of the indian ocean in which the united states government displaced tens of thousands of people during the cold war simply to gain a refueling station yes so that they could have the military capability to bomb places like afghanistan and iraq as well as cambodia vietnam and laos uh, is syria next well who knows hopefully a social welfare charity can get involved in the process. Or perhaps if Assad
1: just registers as a social welfare charity, then all his troubles will be over.
0: You can't bomb me or investigate me. I have protections, damn it. So it seems, Mr. Boehner, uh, if you want to create some jobs, do it. Hire some more IRS investigators to figure out about all these uh, And it's complicated. It's hard to keep track of the numbers. I wish they'd just give them the number 88 or something to make them easy. But uh, the 501c3 charities and 527 political committees regarding gift taxes, we may want to look into that. I suspect that these 501c4, quote-unquote, social welfare organizations are violating tax laws right and left. In fact, I got hundreds of dollars that say it's happening because I don't know what kind of social welfare charity these organizations are doing. They're buying political campaign ads.
1: Well, and you think about major corporations like General Electric who uh, are heavy contributors to these social welfare organizations uh, who pay less in taxes uh, relatively speaking than the average working Joe. I mean, we've all got to pay our taxes. We've all got to have somebody look at our paperwork. Uh, Nobody likes it, but that's how we keep the system running. Uh, yes, there's waste. Yes, there's corruption. Uh, but the biggest wastes and the most egregious uh, degrees of corruption never really
0: get any of the scrutiny. No, and, and it's quite simple. They could just change the law to make it simple. Uh, we don't have to have b- vague words about primarily or, uh, you know, yeah, social Is wealth. it or isn't it? Just make it exclusively. Right. It's, it's easy. But I don't think Congress is going to do anything. Because why do anything when uh, yelling on Fox News about... Banging a few pots and pans (laughs) while you scream about Benghazi. And, you know, as for any Tea Party uh, advocate out there listening, invite me over to your next Tea Party. I'll show up as the Mad Hatter. We can eat scones, and you can tell me what you're doing uh, regarding social welfare. Because I'm dying to know. Um, I don't know how these rallies in Washington D.C., in which people are running around carrying signs, getting on TV, most of them dressed like three-cornered hats. And, yeah, and people like I've
1: got Paul Revere's underpants on.
0: March the March Hare, or yeah, Sarah Palin on her "quote unquote" Patriot tour, where she can't really recall the midnight ride of Paul Revere, but we'll let Stephen Colbert uh, relive that one. <laughs> linking it to guns. He was firing guns in the air, warning people and ringing bells. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. (laughs) At least you could have read the poem by Longfellow. You might have had at least a mythical idea. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, these people are incorrigible. And as for our tax system, it's remarkable. Uh, This is just from the recent Harper's Index Profits earned by Facebook last year: one billion one hundred million dollars. Tax refunded to the company received from the federal government: four hundred twenty-nine million dollars. It's uh, it's remarkable. Uh, this is what's I, I mean. I agree with Congressman Dave Camp, who uh, is uh, the chairman of the Ways and Means Committee. It's interesting that Michigan plays a big role in the Ways and Means Committee. Uh, most one of the most powerful congressional committees in Washington. Dave Camp is the chairman. He's from Michigan, and Sandra Levin is the ranking member. Michigan should be using some com- some power here, some common sense to get the IRS's uh, complex tax system reformed. That's what really needs to be done.
1: That's yeah, crucial.
0: Not this, uh, sh- you know, this this uh, gaming the system crapola that's going on that anybody with two ounces of intelligence and finding anybody in Congress with two ounces of intelligence these days is, is rather difficult. But we noted from Jim Hightower's uh, um, <clears throat> newsletter last week that the top uh, five uh, social welfare charity organizations are all Republican <laughs> Uh, And what are they doing? They're prostituting themselves through the tax uh, uh, system and buying TV campaign ads and then claiming that they're not political organizations but social welfare organizations. I don't buy it, and neither should you, and don't believe the hype, as they say. Or drink the
1: Kool-Aid. You're listening to Grand Matters, of course, here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Where Yazoo City Calling will be following in a
0: couple of minutes. Oh, yes. And if you are interested in joining the Carl Rove uh, Crossroads Grassroots Policy Strategies uh, Organization, GPS, which uh, has another meaning, I Global think. Global
1: Positioning System.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I won't come up with some witty response to what Generic G- probe service. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> so. what it really stands for, but um, tell the president to uh, that for real job growth, we need to cut the debt. <laughs> that's that, what that's we're doing. That's their message.
1: That's their message of social welfare. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a re-
0: really brilliant message. Since cut gr- more jobs <laughs> in the government sector. The graph shows that the debt exploded while Karl Rove was uh, whispering sweet nothings into George Bush's ear. He was allegedly called his brain. And now he's in the social welfare charity organization business. What a remarkable transformation. I wonder where he goes to church. Indeed. Wait, the uh, church mouse is at those tea (laughs) parties.
1: Well, speaking of mice, I was going to say if Karl Rove was the brain, it was uh, as in Pinky and the Brain for those uh, young enough to remember that cartoon. That's probably closer than anything.
0: And needless to say, many of these uh, other leading groups are connected to the uh, U.S. Chamber of Commerce, and two of the five are directly connected to the Koch brothers. The other one to Mitt Romney. So, uh, hey, keep that social welfare charity work going, dude. We're out of time here on Gray Matters. Just to let you know, the positions that we've taken tonight, as usual, are not or do not represent the management of WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, nor do they represent the regents of the University of Michigan that holds our FCC license. Uh, fortunately, Jerry Mack is up next with Yazoo City calling, and his viewpoints probably do.
1: <laughs> Radio is king
0: of the media. I suppose our youngsters would say cornball or square. And now, CBN Radio brings you... But all the all the broadcast uh, 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 media can do to give them a sense of flavor. It's all vegetable. It's digestible. It's delicious and nutritious, life right sized and ready to eat. It's made with real egg formula. And here's a nice-looking record package in from New York. WCBN. America's ace of the airwaves. This instrument is good for nothing but to entertain, amuse, and insulate. And we will soon see that the whole struggle is lost. And Believing that radio has a responsibility to serve in the public interest at all times, we are turning over our facilities to the state militia at <laughs>